0: Welcome to the Day of the KubeCon. I'm Abhijit Ganesh, your first speaker. I'll be talking about the Radbot Project. This project is a founding project which helped us come from a no-code practice-driven community to a project-driven community. Now, this helped us learn a lot of things and I'll be describing all of them through this journey. About me, I'm a freshman student from India. I'm a cloud advocate and a Kubernetes developer. I also do full stack development, and I love the language RUST. As a cloud developer, it is rare to find RUST developers, but yes, I do love the language RUST, and I'm a motorsports enthusiast. You can reach out to me in the following handles, preferably on LinkedIn. And now let's get into the topic. What is the Rapport project? What does it mean? So let us rewind a bit back in time. We are in the September 2021. What approaches the community? he's a community leader of course, he had asked us come up with a solution where we can store rap lyrics, rap songs, audio and video. This was a task given to us and we had to come up with a solution and this solution will be run in a stateful workload. So it was called how to do project because we'll be running a stateful workload. So later in time we realized this should be called the rap got project because we are dealing with rap songs and that is how it got its name and this, that's how we ran through time. A short overview about the project. This project is made using Express JS, Cassandra, Express Cassandra ORM. And we use Cassandra for the database because it is very smooth with the blob storage through which we'll be able to store the songs, both audio and video. Now, coming to the point, why can the community members get started with this very easy? Well, To start it all off, it's an Express.js project. It's a very simple Node.js project. You can clone the repo and run the commands to get started. It is not a very complicated project. And why is this a great starting point? Well, it is easy to learn, and the community is bustlingly active. It's extremely active and warm. You can reach out to the experienced folks and they'll help you with whatever resources they have. And this project has a wide need. resources for all the advanced, experienced folks, as well as the beginner folks who come into the community. The most students who didn't know a lot, learned a lot through this project. So, we learned a lot of things and I'll be describing them in detail. We ended up dividing ourselves into working groups to progress through and learn a lot of things. Now, community learning, we learned about backend development using ExpressJS, we learned how to one work with NodeJS, We'll also be adapting Dino soon. We understood what an object relational mapper is. And since Cassandra can be also made as a graph mapper, we learned what is an object graph mapper. We learned about DevOps as in, we learned how to make this project more development friendly and operations friendly. We learned about Docker, Kubernetes and a lot of other tools and technology, which is quite popular in the cloud native space. As a student, this was such a wonderful experience because it takes time, there's a lot of, there's a glass ceiling which students build because they feel uncomfortable and I'm really grateful that we had the chance to learn all of this, we learned all of this through this project. Now, coming to the working groups, I had mentioned we had divided ourselves into working groups, so what are these working groups? So because of the projects needs, we had divided ourselves into working groups such as API endpoints, operational workflows and website. So API endpoints had this model. This is the model we had for our database. We had to understand how data modeling works in Cassandra. We also had to learn how to work with a NoSQL database and connect all of this together. And then after working with all of this, we had to understand how to get the Cassandra image running on Docker. Then we had to figure out how to make a stateful set of it. And we also learned how to make a date a help chart which runs a database. So this is a collection of things. I know there's a lot of things which we learned and I'm going a bit fast about it, but this is about the DevOps world where we learned all of this. We learned how to work with the new NoSQL database. That in itself is commendable for all the students who are working out there because it is not easy to get this thing set up. As in the Cassandra image was not very easy to set up, but we figured out how to make it easier and we got it working. Now, coming to the operations and workflow, we learned about Helm, how to make charts. We learned the difference between an operator and a chart. We learned about Docker. We learned about Kubernetes because that is the motto of the community to run stateful workloads on Kubernetes. And we learned how difficult or easy the process may be. So to help this out, we came up with a roadmap for the contributors who do not have a lot of experience. And that roadmap indicated a lot of things. So I'd like to show you the website of our project. This website is a conclusive collection of all the resources we have gathered to make the community more friendly. So this explains what the How to DOK project is or was, because now it's the Rapcon project. How to get data on Kubernetes. We used to have a plan for Argo, but then now we don't because we use a different system. We also have videos from our community where we spoke about introduction to Docker from Jeff Carpenter and Kunal. We had an introduction about Apache Cassandra from Alexander from DataStax, And we learned a lot of technology related to Kubernetes. Example, running stateful workloads, running persistent workloads on Kubernetes. And we also learned how to get started with Kubernetes, of course, because that is how the basics work. Now, here we have the collection of all the working groups, their progress, their motto, and all of the working details of it. So here you can see the API endpoints working group has a has a database model, and here you can also see what is the open API spec they would be following, etc. To make things simple for developers. We have come up with the links and references for, through which every developer or every contributor can access it easily or no links are lost. Similarly for the operations and work, workflows working group, we have links and references. And this working group has sub working groups because they'll be working on making more Helm charts for Neo4j, Mongo, Elasticsearch, probably Postgres and Cassandra. So this is how we have progressed into a new project this is how we have progressed as a community as such, where we learned all of these things. Now, coming back to the workflows part, unlike the API endpoints, it was not very easy for us as developers to understand where we are going wrong. Because it is easier to debug there, it was not necessarily easy here, and through that we learnt what are all the common mistakes which we made as a team, and we fixed it. The operation in workflows team also helped us with establishing the workflows here in the uh, GitHub where they had helped us set up the CI-CD pipeline. And apart from that, we learned how to write test cases with Jest. So through the project, we learned how to write good code, how to test them, how to integrate them, how to run them on an isolated environment like a container, and how to help the community as such when they're learning. We also learned about Helm, which is a very useful way to run you know, Kubernetes workloads because it simplifies the process. If you have a Helm chart, it is a Helm simple run command to run the whole cluster instead of running a stateful set separately, running a config map separately, running a pod separately, etc. I mean all of this can also happen independently, but with the Helm chart it happens this quickly. It happens within the snap of a second. So that has been my time. I, I hope you like this presentation and I hope you all reach out to me through my socials. Thank you.